G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. The idea that as a Christian, we're called to reach out to others and have on our hearts an understanding of the hope that is within us, the gospel message. What is the good news of Jesus Christ? Well, you'll be able to contribute to our conversation today and we'll be interested in your thoughts on reaching out to people that you don't know. Because sometimes we think that evangelism is all about loving those and sharing with those that we do know. Sometimes we talk about having friendships that come before sharing the message of the gospel. Well, how do you reach out to people that you don't know? You'll be able to call and be part of our conversation today on 1-800-316-316. And Stuart Miller, welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Nice to be back. Well, Stuart, you have been a busy boy, I must say, uh, because we've been keeping in touch uh, now uh, over some months, and you've come uh, with a a tremendous new resource uh, that listeners are going to have an opportunity to have a look at today, and it may well supercharge their opportunities that they have as they're building a team in their local church and getting interested in evangelism, because in so many churches, evangelism just isn't on the top of the priority list. Mm. But you've got a wonderful resource that actually helps that to happen. Yes, well, we've uh, flown over to New Zealand and um, recorded 10 five-minute videos uh, about reaching people you don't know. And uh, it is going to be a great resource. It's only just come online. It's available on our website um, traintoproclaim.com if you put forward slash reaching people or one word you'll get to uh, see those resources but uh, they're only five minutes long each one so they're excellent for playing in church or in a small group there's actually a, uh, small group discussion questions that go with it as well well you'll find out how you can access those uh, as we go through our conversation today and an interesting conversation today Stuart because when we're talking about reaching out to people that we don't know mm. uh, this is a scary thing and I was just reflecting with someone just recently of of the time I was sitting in church as a young Christian so I was just a teenager mm. and it dawned on me that I'm supposed to be looking for other people to share the message of the gospel with. And it was one of those things that I'd I'd come into a wonderful encounter with Jesus. I'd given my heart to the Lord. Mm. Uh, I knew that I was a Christian. And, uh, and there I was sitting in a, a youth group activity, and someone began to talk about sharing your faith with others. And it dawned on me for the very first time, and I still remember the feeling, sitting there in the chair going, you know what, I... I don't know what to say. I, you know, I'm not even sure I want to do that. Uh, yes. But this is this is these sorts of feelings that you have when you when it dawns on you that this is what you're supposed to do. This is something you like to address. Absolutely. And I find that the longer that you're a Christian, the more that you hear that sort of message that you heard that day. 
pastors and youth leaders and whether you're listening to are, are saying to us, come on, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Uh, we, we need to reach our community for Christ. This is the mission of the church. This is the Great Commission. Uh, all these sort of things that are being said. And we uh, sometimes sit there going, ooh, and there's an uneasy, fearful feeling in our stomach going, how do we do that? How do I create an opportunity? You know, how do I engage with, with non-church people? Uh, will they want to listen? Will, will they want to swear at me? Will they want to, you know, what are they going to, how are they going to react? You know, we've got all these thoughts and feelings going through us and we, we need to, um, be able to uh, reconcile those as such. We need to be able to uh, know how are we going to do that? How are we going to be obedient to what Jesus has commanded us to do in an appropriate way in our culture, in a culturally appropriate way? Well, in some nations of the world, and Mm. I get to have these conversations regularly, in some nations of the world, Mm. uh, people want to kill you because you are bringing this good news message. Now, that's not the case in Australia. And while appreciating the persecuted church in so many different nations around the world, one of the things that we are so thankful for is that we can safely Uh, be able to articulate our faith with a level of freedom in Australia that some would say is diminishing. But really, while we have this opportunity, we need to take advantage of the opportunity of our freedom and our opportunity to be able to share with others. We do. We have a a wonderful freedom here in Australia. We're we're normally not going to get shot or, (laughs) you know, beaten up or anything like that for talking about Jesus, particularly if we do it in a respectful way and an appropriate way. Probably the worst that will ever happen to you is someone may swear at you. And uh, I mean, I've shared the gospel thousands of times here in Australia, and that's the worst that's ever happened to me. But I can count on one hand the number of times that that happens. Normally, if someone doesn't want to talk to you, they say, oh, no, thanks, mate, not interested. And that's the worst that happens. They say, no, thanks, mate. Really? That's right. <laughs> when we consider what our brothers and sisters are going on overseas, you know, it's not much to, to put up with. But, you know, fear of rejection is mm. one of those fears that yes. holds us back in so many ways. Mm. We're fearful of taking a new business opportunity, yep. fear of changing jobs because mm. this is what we're familiar with. But mm. fear of getting some sort of reaction or backlash yes. Uh, but once you're over that fear, the yes. appreciation that someone might say, you know what, I, I, I've been thinking about that. That's right. Uh, this is where the door opens and you would know that when you share your faith with someone, uh, there is a what I describe as a sense of euphoria that mm. follows having shared your faith with someone. It's almost like there's a divine uh, yes. a divine pat on the back that comes from God that mm. says, well, you know, well done, good and faithful servant. You've you've shared something of the gospel, but there is a certain a good feeling that comes. And uh, I'm not sure whether it's addictive or anything like that, but uh, <laughs> maybe for some it, it could be. But, but there is something exciting and euphoric about sharing your faith. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's an amazing feeling of joy after sharing. And it's, I often say you, you go out with trembling, you come back with joy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for some reason, I mean, I've, I've been a full-time evangelist over 20 years now, and, and I, still, I still experience that fear. I don't know that it ever leaves you. I, I, I still, when you first go to share the gospel, I mean, it's a lot less, obviously, when you, the more that you do it and the better tools that you have. So you can you know what you're doing because <laughs> some of the fear is I don't know what to say you know, but if you have been trained and equipped and you've got good tools to use, it obviously makes it a lot easier. But there's still that element of 
What will they say? You know, how are they going to respond to me? Uh, but once you push through that, you find 99.9% of the time people respond really well. And uh, you have these amazing conversations. And some people say, hey, uh, you know what? I've been thinking about that lately. And, and, and you just go away thinking this was a divine appointment from God. We were meant to meet today. I was meant to talk with you today. And it's an amazing thing. You know, there's so many things that work against Christianity. And, uh, you know, we make a big song and dance about these things. But, uh, you know, the idea of, well, what about the creation versus evolution debate? Uh, And uh, aren't you a homophobe if you stand for a Christian version of marriage between a man and a woman? Uh, There's all these different ways that you can feel as though people are going to Uh, point daggers at you when you begin to share as a Christian. But we don't know what's going on behind those eyes, in that heart. You don't know what God has been leading that person uh, to Mm. because God is gently drawing people to himself. Mm. This call that we have uh, Mm. to uh, to reconnect with God, uh, to be reconciled to him, is Mm. bigger than what we can imagine. God is doing those things. And he has this amazing way of connecting Mm. people with someone who's prepared to share this good news. Mm. Absolutely. And I think um, the media is quite biased and leftish, you know, in the way that they portray Christians and portray the reaction of society. And so we think that everyone's going to react like the media does. But actually, it's very unrepresentative of people. I find as I approach people randomly, you know, just at at South Bank or, you know, wherever I am, most people are quite receptive to the gospel. If you're uh, respectful and loving in the the way that you come across and you're appropriate in in your approach, I find that most people are really quite interested in actually hearing what you've got to say and even even uh, really engaging. Yeah, uh, We tend to believe something that's quite significant, that people don't want to talk about religion. That's right. Uh, in fact, that seems to be fairly unique here mm. in our Australian culture mm. because other cultures around the world, that's what they do love to talk about is their religion and uh, right. religious roots and religious differences. Yeah. Here in Australia, it somehow rather is this conditioning, and maybe it comes from this left-leaning media uh, that uh, that outlaws uh, you know any talk about God and uh, those Christians. Yes. Uh, but, but there is a sense, isn't there, that this is a topic that everyone must come to grips with sometime mm. in their life. Mm. And the, the connection that you make, the contact that you have, is going to contribute to how people will perceive Jesus and Christianity. Mm, Absolutely. Uh, It's interesting you started off by talking about some of the nations of the world that you you get killed. Uh, You know, there's some nations of the world that are very easy, you know, like, uh, you know, the Pacific Islands and some of these nations that you people are sitting under a tree, you just wander over, can I talk to you about Jesus? They say yes. You know, like they never say no. You know, it's just like it's 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 like evangelism heaven. You know, like it's very easy just to converse with people. They're very, very open. And then there's other nations that you can always get killed by mentioning Jesus. We're in the middle here, but what a lot of people don't realize is they they think that in the middle we're we're, we're able and we've got the freedom, but people don't want to know. And that is actually a wrong perception. It's not that people don't want to know. It's that they don't want you to push your religion on them or tell them they have to believe in a certain way. If you come from the the approach that, hey, I'm sharing information here because you can't make an informed decision without all the information, they relax. 
It's amazing. It's just all about the approach and the way that you do it. You say, look, I'm, I'm going to share with you what the Bible says, but it's up to you what you believe. And then they don't feel like you're telling them what they have to believe. And then God can move upon their heart because it's the message that transforms them. This is 2020 with Neil Johnson, helping you make sense of life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Stuart Miller, our guest this hour from Train to Proclaim, and we're talking about reaching out to people that you don't know. And it's like a heart-to-heart conversation in some sense because while Stuart loves to reach out and share the gospel with so many people that he doesn't know, he also appreciates all those fears, that little bit of anxiety and the challenges that come with Mm. being an open Christian. And uh, while we were talking about that sort of sense of euphoria, having shared your gospel, uh, you've, uh, you've got a scripture there, Stu. Yeah, Psalm 126 verse 5 and 6 says, Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. That's a beautiful scripture, you know, and really relevant to going out and sowing the seed of the gospel in people's hearts. Because you go out with weeping, with tears, and you come back with joy. Uh, And it's always the hardest thing is to make that decision to engage people. I find as soon as you engage them and you're talking with them, the joy comes because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're sharing Jesus with them. And it's, uh, yeah, the hardest things to start. Yeah. Interestingly, I'd uh, be interested if listeners want to share too, coming from different denominational backgrounds, because mm-hmm. sometimes I get a feeling as though uh, those who do share their faith, they're sort of evangelical Christians, and uh, people who are from more mainline type churches, well, you know, well, we don't share our faith in that way. Uh, interested mm-hmm. to hear what some listeners might think about what their church is doing with, with regards to uh, reaching out to others because we might assume that someone in the Catholic Church doesn't go out and have a tract in their hand and a Bible under their arm and they're sharing their faith on the street, but maybe there are. You might like to call us, uh, tell us a reflection on your denomination and whether uh, this sort of reaching out, this evangelism, whether it's on the street or just visiting a neighbor, whether Mm. it has some impact on you. Call us on 1-800-316-316. Our talkback line is open. Let's hear from Robin in Mount Morgan. Hello, Robin. Welcome along to 2020. Robin, are you with us? Oh, yes. Robin, great to hear from you. Yes, I, I actually have got my radio on because I couldn't hear it on the on the line, but if you can hear me. Yep, we've um, got you. Yeah, I've, I've had lots of opportunities in the last few years, even overseas and here. And um, the other day I was um, going to, uh, I was at Yapoon for a Christian um, convention or, well, Thaline Spark, she's a prophet, she's really great. So yeah. I had a few hours to fill in and oh, a number of people I spoke to on the in the town. But one in particular, this lady um, in the art gallery, she, um, she had a German name, so I, I recognised that and I talked to her about it. And we just got into this conversation. I ended up saying to her um, about Thaline Sparks and how she'd always helped me with her prophecies and that I'd suffered a lot of depression in my life and... Um, and still have a, a suicide tendency occasionally. And um, she said, me too. <laughs> so this lady just opened up to me and um, she was saying that the only thing that stops me is thinking about my husband and my, I think she mentioned her daughter, um, cleaning up the mess. So um, anyway, then I got um, talking to her about the parallels with Germany and me. I, I've noticed that 
um, Germany, the way the world has treated Germany since the um, since the Holocaust. I know it was bad and all, and as a result, there's still a spirit of um, there's a demonic spirit over that country as well. And I mentioned this to her, and I said to her, I've met, um, I've come to know that a lot of Germans have to have that thing broken off them. And um, I told her um, about how God had um, healed me a lot of that depression and and that sort of thing. And anyway, the other interesting thing is um, another lady that works in the art gallery um, goes to the same church that I was um, doing the, the, you know, for the conference. And she came in in the middle of our conversation. Oh, no, it was anyway sometime. And um, later on, I was able to talk to her at the church. And she confirmed to me, oh, yes, that, that lady um, suffers terrible depression and, uh, and that she herself had tried to help her out without becoming on too heavy. So, um, yeah, I've had, I've had lots of interesting... The other thing I find that is um, when you just start conversation and you relax and you really just focus on the good of that other person, you know, how, mm. how you can um, sense what, what their needs are or something like that. And it's... then you just get talking about that and then you just tell them honestly about, yeah, I had that problem too and, and God's mm. really helped me or... or Robin, you're absolutely right. It's it's not all about me. It's all about the person that you're sharing with. Stu, do you have some thoughts on what Robin's sharing? Yeah, I think, Robin, it's it, it's great that you're open to be able to talk with people. And I think that's the first step, isn't it, for, for all of us, is to be able to engage people. So you, you, you're, you're chatting with someone at the art gallery, and then you find a point of interest, and then you start talking about Jesus, and then it goes from there. So... I think it's something that we all can cultivate in our lives, but it does take a, you know, for some people, they naturally have the gift of the gab and they're able to chat with people very, very easily, it would seem, and other people, they struggle with that. But all of us have the opportunities around us if we're willing to to walk across the room as such, as as we're willing to engage people in conversation. And Robin, got you still with us. The thing that I picked up as you were just sharing there and uh, just wonderful to hear of your humility in actually admitting your own faults or your own challenges that you're going through in your life. And you know what? What Mm. I feel like is that when we admit that we're not perfect, when we admit we've got some health issues or even, Mm. uh, you know, we've got some some challenges when it comes to, uh, you know, the way we are as a person, uh, others really open up and they they appreciate Mm. the fact that you're not coming in with some sort of uh, picture-perfect ideal. That's right, exactly. Mm. One of the negativities I find that that some non-Christians have with with Christians is that we come across very arrogant and I've got the answer and I'm going to tell you all about it. (laughs) But when we come vulnerable, and share our own struggles and and our own humanity and and you know none of us are perfect and and Jesus is working in our lives and that's why we need Jesus <laughs> because we're not perfect and He's the Savior of the world and He's the Savior of everybody. When we come from that humility, people respond really well. So well done, Robin. Robin from Mount Morgan in Queensland. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Let's hear from Jess in Wyala in South Australia. Hello, Jess. Welcome along. Jess, are you with us? Yeah, ma'am. Jess, what are your thoughts on on sharing your faith, reaching out to people you don't know? Well, I've got a funny story, then I've got a quick little bit of advice. So, funny story first. I, I don't have too much trouble witnessing. And uh, when I first became a Christian, I was in Rundamool, South Australia, trying to work out how to become a better witnesser. And there was a massive bald head, tattooed bikey standing in the middle of Rundlemall. Yeah. And I thought, that's got to be the way to start. So <laughs> I walked up to this guy and I said, uh, 
just want to come and chat to you about Jesus. And he just went, no. So then I pulled out a tract. I said, well, let me give you this so you can read it. And he says, I can't read. You better run. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about as bad as life ever got for me when it came to witnessing with someone. So that ain't too bad, is it? And that's, a, that's a great story. And you, and you said you had a little tip as well. Yeah, I just got to, I just got to remind people. People keep thinking they've got to know everything, but Jesus said, "I want you to be my witness." And I think a witness, you have to be able to say what you know and what you've experienced, and really that's it. You know, if you can just stand and say, "Look, this is what I know at the moment, and this mm. is what I've experienced," and God just seems to take that and help you. Mm. I, I, I found that so true so often. And and when people give you a real tough question, what about that big bang and what about this? You know, for the Christian, it's really good for us because we're starting from a, a basis of truth. Mm. So when we go, when we say to that person, I don't know, I'll go find out, we're just heading towards more truth. Mm. But when we mm. say to them, well, you go find out about that, that's when they get in trouble because now they're starting to head towards God, towards that's God right. in their search. So you can't really lose. Yeah. I agree with you. I think it's uh, it, it really does something for our faith, actually, the more people we talk to and the more questions that come up because we, we go out and we seek those answers and, and it sharpens us up as a Christian. And it's, I think it's good to have those answers, but like you say, none of us know everything. We, we just don't, and there'll always be a, a question that stumps us, but it's, we don't need to feel like we have to know everything. I think you're absolutely true on that. We can always say to them, hey, that's a good question. Let, let me have a think about that. Can I get back to you? Can you have your email address? Can I send you a message? You know, um, Yeah, we, we don't have to know everything, and that humility, I think, uh, really comes across well too. Jess from Wyala in South Australia, thanks so much for being part of 2020 today. It just sort of reminds me of the blind man who he might not know all the answers, but all he can say is, once I was blind, mm. but now I see. That's right. It's really that sim- simplicity yeah. in the testimony mm. that says, uh, once I was a skeptic, an atheist, once I was far away from God, but now I have had an encounter with Jesus. This is what happened to me, yeah. And uh, the great thing about sharing your testimony is that people can't argue with that. It's your story. It's what's happened in your life. You know, if you used to be a skeptic and then you had an experience with God and then you explored it and you found it rang true and then you became a Christian, that's your that's your journey. That's what's happened. They can't argue with that and say, no, that didn't happen. That's right. <laughs> they can argue on points of, of evolution or, you know, a whole lot of other different points, but they can't argue with your story. So it's a wonderful thing to be able to engage people and, and share your your story. Taking calls, our talkback line open on one 800 316. Let's hear from Steve in Parks in New South Wales. Hello, Steve. Yeah, Welcome along. I? Great to hear from you. Yeah, is that Neil? Is it's it? Neil here, yeah. Brother and, uh, Neil, how are you? <laughs> very good. Look, uh, Brother Neil, I I, uh, I rang because um, I try to reach out. There's a lot of depression, uh, people suffering from depression. I'm ringing from central western New South Wales in Parks. Um, a lot of people come up to me. I I'm a bit big and ugly looking, but I've always been a happy-go-lucky sort of a bloke. Um, I've only, I'm only what's called born again. Uh, I accepted Christ in my life back in 2002, but I didn't know how to reach out to these people because you, you want to try and help them. Uh, our Christian bookshop here in Parks, I used to get little cards which I from them. I called them anti-depression cards. Okay, great. I <laughs> them, but the... 
uh, our Christian bookshop was closed down a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, I used, you know, and I used to value very much the little cards I used to buy from them, and I can't get them no more. Mm. You know, well, like footprints. Yes. Just something to change the thinking. I'll tell you how serious it's got, Brother Neil. Uh, one young fella came up to me. He was obviously in a bit of a state, and he said he wanted to murder his girlfriend and his and a mother. So the only thing I could think of was I took him straight up to the Salvation Army family shop and thank God they were able to cancel the bloke. Mm. And he's a completely different sort of a bloke today. Um, you know, I hope that he, he managed to get hope because I say thank God for the salvos. But I'm actually, you know, uh, as I said, I'm born again. And... and um, I guess they come up to me because I'm big and ugly looking, and a lot of the girls reckon I look like Shrek without the green paint and the horns. <laughs> um, love your humility too. Well, right. you know, you are what you are, Brother Neil. Yep. Um, you know, I'm only a little person, and I'm new to, to pretty, you know, since about 2002. But it, it, it's, you know, I, I listen eagerly now to Christian radio. Uh, I love that Dr. Chuck Missler. Mm. He's a very knowledgeable man. Yep. I only wish you'd have him on at midday so I could listen. You know, he's 66 books from 40 authors. Yep, yep. Program, and I, I find it his work inspiring. And I believe the whole church has been under attack in this country for some time. It's coming from the godless communist movement. There's uh, lots of reasons uh, why things are not going so well in some sense when you talk about those things. But Steve mm. from Parks in New South Wales, just great to hear from you. And let me point you to Vision Christian Store because uh, maybe not the same sorts of cards or uh, tracks that you've been uh, that you've been using, but you, you might be able to find some things there at visionstore.org.au. Uh, but get a hold of some when you, uh, whenever you get to a Christian store, something that you've got on hand. And we'll talk about some of the things. You've got some great free resources, too, mm. on the Train to Proclaim website. Uh, so uh, what, what have you got going, Stu? What can people access? Well, at traintoproclaim.com, if you click on free evangelism resources, there's a number of different resources you can get there. The one that I love using the most is our app. And we've spoken about this before on the show, but it's uh, a lot of people have smartphones. And uh, just, is Steve from Parks, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Have you got a smartphone? No, I've got a dumb phone. I've got a dumb phone. <laughs> I thought I'd ask that because I was going to say you can download that and you'll, you'll have one of those tracks with you wherever you go. And, and, right. uh, but, uh, but, you know, you'll need to rely on the old technology, which is those little written tracks, and they are ex- excellent value as well. But yeah. I'll say bye to Steve. Thanks so much for your input today, Steve. Appreciate it. God bless you. And I hope that the godless communist movement that's operating alive, the... Um, I believe it's coming a lot from that Festival of Dangerous Ideas down in Adelaide. Oh, there's probably lots uh, of sources. Faith, that I, I'd encourage that with you as all. But it's such an... I believe Satan's won when our Christian bookshop closed down. Yeah, well, uh, seek out another uh, source for some good Christian resources. Uh, Steve from Parks, thanks so much for being with us on 2020. And we'll come back and continue our conversation. I, was, I don't want to inter- interrupt on your, right. uh, on your free resources there. Just quickly, uh, free resources when you go on to the Train to Proclaim website. Mm-hmm. You talked about the G7 Gospel in 7 app. Yes, 
Yes, that's right. You can click on uh, G7 or Gospel and 7 app and it'll, it's got a whole lot of different devices there. So you might have an iPhone or an Android phone or a tablet or a, an, uh, an iPad or a Windows phone or an old PDA even. Just click on your device and it'll direct you to your app store or where you need to find the download for the G7 app. And always good welcoming Stuart Miller to the studio from Train to Proclaim. And our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316. Your thoughts on reaching out to people that you don't know. Now, that's an interesting twist on things because oftentimes we feel like we reach out to people that we do know. But reaching out to people you don't know can be a little more... Uh, nerve-wracking and uh, we're taking calls 1-800-316-316 let's hear from Lorna in Wollongong in New South Wales hello Lorna welcome along hello Lorna turn my radio off you just reach over quickly and turn that down that'd be great okay all right cool all right Lorna your thoughts um well glory to God um I just absolutely love um sharing my love for Jesus um it all started um, like I got saved out of um, a very violent relationship and um, healed and restored of so many um, things. God just blessed me. When I came to the realization that God is so real and so full of love and mercy and grace that how could I not share it with people And I really needed mm. to get out there and, and let people know that this is real, God is real, and um through my terror and fear of it all, I still um, had this urgency inside of me to go and tell people. And with mm. my church, we do that. We, we witness a lot. And um, so I've been doing that for um, a number of years now. But I just wanted to sort of... Um, people that get nervous um, about witnessing, um, it's normal. Um, mm. But I find that God always meets you when you step out. And I just wanted to give one little um, testimony. Um, I go to Sydney regularly, and on the streets in Sydney, there are so many beggars, so many homeless people, and um, it just breaks my heart. And at first, I would walk past them like so many millions and just feel guilt and shame and whatever for not being able to help them. And then one day, I was standing at the traffic lights, and there was like abundance of people everywhere all with gloomy faces and I was standing there and there was this one little one beggar with his hands right down on the floor and his palms up and he was just you know begging for anything he could receive and in my heart I heard um, the words from scripture saying um, you always have the poor you will always have the beggars but you know you won't always have me and the spirit of God just came over me that I had this stirring. I had to speak to this man who was the beggar there. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I don't have a track. What am I going to do? I just felt really um, unable at that moment. Well, I looked up, and across the road there was a sign where a bunch of other Christian people were witnessing, and there was a sign up that said, Wonderful Saviour, Mighty God. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, God is really with me. And then I looked around, and they had a table, and they had um, different um, tracks and Bibles and things that they were um, using it for their witnessing. And I went over and I asked them, do you mind if I um, take a track? I really need to speak to this guy. I need something to start it, start the conversation. Mm. And um, so I went and got that, and I went and sat down with this man. And 
was able to just share God's love, share a testimony of where I had come from and where God had brought me, and um, that you know God had so much more for him if he would seek God. I ended up through that time being um, blessed by being able to pray with him, and it was just so amazing how God just met with me, and I just it was like so intense that I felt goosebumps in my head. <laughs> Not that you have to have feelings, but it was just really you know physical as well. But it opened up this um, this ability in me to be able to witness to homeless people and beggars on the streets in Sydney. And so now I'm, I'm make sure I'm not without a track. I'm not. I always carry some small um, Gospel of John's with me, and um, wherever I can, I, I'll go up and, and I witness to them. I sit down, I have a chat with them, and they are so welcoming. They're not in any way intimidating. They're mostly they are so welcoming. They they're happy to have somebody sit and talk to them, and to share God's love with them because those people have. Where, from where they're at, no hope. Mm. And with the gospel and with Jesus' love, you can give them hope. And so That's now right. there's many of them that I see regularly, you know, week to week, and, and I'm able to just, hey, how you doing, and sit down and, and talk about the Bible a little bit more. And Lorna, what impresses me about the sorts of things you're sharing is that you didn't come from easy beginnings. You were going through those hardships that you were sharing So when it comes to others who are in hardship too, you've got a real empathy with those. You Mm, recognize that uh, the gospel message that you responded to was good news for you and it'll be good news for them. Absolutely. And that's what I do say. And because they are strangers and because I don't have to see them every day, I can share some of the horrible parts with them because I know they're experiencing those horrible things too. Mm. So I open up more with them. Mm. Yeah, I love the fact that you you know it started with a, a prompting of the Holy Spirit. You know, you felt like you'd had to talk to that person, and uh, you know, I think the more uh, we as Christians are open to sharing, you know, the more that we'll get that prompting of the Holy Spirit, and and just feel that sense, hey, we need to share with people because it's God's heartbeat. You know, that's why Jesus talked about the the lost penny and the lost son uh, and the lost sheep. You know, leaving the ninety nine to save the one. God's heartbeat beats for the lost and um, he shared with you that heartbeat and you felt it and you responded and you were willing and I think that's a a key thing we need to be willing to do it and you did it with humility and another key thing I think listening to your story Lorna that's really good is is you you got a tool to help start that conversation and a tool tools really do help just uh, break the ice and start off that conversation so we can talk about Jesus. And it's so helpful for us to have them on us all the time like you do now. Lorna from Wollongong in New South Wales, great to hear from you today on 2020. Our talkback line open, 1-800-316-316. You might have your own thoughts on reaching out to people who don't know. You know when you talk, Stu, about having something in your hand, a tract, mm. and it's, uh, it's like it gives you confidence. Now, confidence comes in a lot of different ways. Mm. Uh, Obviously, another way to get confidence is to have some uh, training, whether that's informal training or formal Mm. training. And and I just want to come back to this video series that Mm. you've produced just recently because this is free to download. It is indeed. If you're a part of... uh, uh, you know, maybe you're inspired to share your faith yourself, mm-hmm. but you might have a friend who's also inspired to share their faith, mm-hmm. and you think, "Oh, we need to get some some training in, in how to do this, think through mm-hmm. the issues." This is a tremendous way that people can do that. 
Absolutely it is. You, you can ha- have it as a DVD or you can download it off uh, online or you can watch it online. You can actually just watch it online. So uh, it's all free. Uh, it's all done there for you. And there's a, you can also download an accompanying discussion guide. So you may have a small group that you run or might be a part of a small group, a home group in your church, and you think, you know, we should be learning about how to share our faith. And uh, this is this is 10 five-minute videos. So you might do a couple each night and do it over five weeks, for example, and just watch the video and then ask the questions. Have a discussion. See if you can help one another. Because uh, this is not an easy thing to do, and we need the encouragement and support of one another. So it's uh, I really encourage you to do that with your, your small group. So the website to go to is traintoproclaim.com. Forward slash reaching people. There you go. Forward slash reaching people. Taking calls 1-800-316-316. Let's hear from Ron in Blackhall in Queensland. Hello, Ron. Welcome along to 2020. Are you with us, Ron? Oh, yeah. Hello. Ron, yes. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I just like to uh, uh, listen to you on the radio and I just thought I'd give you a call. Just, um, I'm blessed to uh, um, bring the gospel to people. Uh, through my work, I work in a uh, um, in a work camp. Uh, people on um, uh, just getting out of jail, so to speak, and uh, uh, re- re- getting them back into the community. And uh, and yeah, and uh, I've been blessed uh, with this opportunity to um, uh, uh, tell people about Christ, tell the men about Christ, and uh, and just plant that seed in their heart. That's fabulous stuff, Ron. Mm, that's good. There's a great opportunity there, isn't there? And there is, oh, and there is wherever we are. You know, some people think, oh, you know, we've got to go into the prison, or we've got to go into a school, or we've got to be a chaplain, or we've got to be a pastor, or you know. But wherever we are, we can share Christ, and whatever we're doing, and and what you're doing is fantastic. There, it's a, it's a great opportunity with guys who are coming out, needing help and support, and you're giving them that. But you're also sharing them with the the most important thing, which is the gospel. Well, you know, Ron, what inspires me hearing your story is that you're working with people who are down and out in one sense. You know, they've gone through some challenges. As you say, they're uh, they're on their road to recovery from uh, from being involved in uh, some things they might regret. But this is an interesting thing that seems to me is a reflection of Christianity all over the world, is that where there's a need, Christians are looking to meet the need, finding people who are in need, people who are asking those important questions about their own personal value. And, of course, Christianity has the answers there. So, Ron, I just want to honour you. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, what a fabulous outreach. Thanks for sharing your faith with other people. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, thank you, and thank you for the great work you people do on the radio. Oh, thank you very much, Ron. Uh, Ron from Blackhall in Queensland. Let's take a call from Jonathan in Perth. Hello, Jonathan. Welcome along to 2020. Yes. Jonathan, what are your thoughts on sharing your faith, reaching out to people you don't know? Yes, I I, I, I have a question or a statement to order. I hope me, because I, when I was in my home, I used to evangelize quickly to people reaching there. But when I, I came to Australia, and the, the policy is here that uh, all the places they want to say, no, Australia, they don't want people to talk to them. They don't want to hear the gospel. They close their ear, even for the 10 years spent here. When you go in the street, you're talking to somebody, they can know you. So I want by in my shell, it's hard for me to break the ice to speak to people. So I need a help. 
I can break that one because frequently I'm a trained pastor. I used to be a pastor in Africa for many years. Mm-hmm. But when I came because of the condition here, people don't want to hear about the gospel when I came here. Even they make a law in the school when you're working somewhere, don't share the gospel with them. When you do it, they will dispense you. I brought fear in me, so I need the help. Mm. Jonathan, back to Africa, and you're describing the different conditions when you're on Australian shores. Mm. Sometimes a little more difficult sharing with Aussies, Stu. Yeah, I uh, did a a training with an African church uh, not that long ago, and they were saying exactly the same thing, um, that uh, it's, you know, a lot easier in Africa to talk with people and there's a lot more openness and you can just chat with people and share the gospel with them. But here in Australia, people seem to be pushing uh, them away and they're going, well, how do we do this? But I think it's about the approach and the the way that you do it, and that's what – one of the things I love about the app is that even though it's a little bit of a cultural taboo to talk about Jesus with Australians, you know, we, we don't talk about sex, religion or politics sort of thing, you know, don't push your religion on me. You know, there's a little bit of that resistance there. And that's what I'm sure that the, the listeners are, find as well. Um, when you've got an app, people are always showing each other games and apps and, and pictures of their family and things like that. And if it's on a screen, it's, you know, people are used to being having a screen put in front of them and, and having a look at something and for some reason when we share the gospel on the screen it just becomes culturally appropriate oh if it's on the screen it must be good <laughs> uh, and uh, so I think it's about being smart about the way that we communicate and understanding our culture and understanding how to do it in an appropriate way and um, I really encourage um, the listeners to, to tap into the video series because we talk a lot about uh, sharing in an appropriate way to our culture and I think that will really help, particularly if you've come from uh, you know, somewhere like Africa and, and it's a, a lot different there. Uh, the culture is different and, and the ease of sharing is, is very different. Visions 2020 with Neil Johnson. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Good to have so many people calling in through the hour. And you know what? It's got to be encouraging, Stu Miller, uh, that, uh, that there are lots of Aussies in mm-hmm. their communities and taking the opportunities to share their faith with people that they don't know. Absolutely. And I think most Christians have got a deep desire within them to communicate this because Jesus has changed their life. They, they want that for other people. They want to get the gospel out. But it's just a matter of knowing how. And that comes down to equipping uh, and some good tools. Not everyone's getting the equipping that they need from their local church, mm-hmm. and uh, that might be a sad indictment on some churches. Mm-hmm. Other churches doing fabulous stuff, but I guess if you're a part of a local church and it's mm-hmm. not happening in your church, uh, you can help to make that happen. Be the catalyst. Be the catalyst for change. You know, Be the <laughs> yes. one that, that says, hey, look, here's some great resources online. Can, can we do this in our small group? Can we show these videos in our church? You know, let's, let's do something to, towards encouraging others in your church to reach out. And I guess, you know, uh, blowing our own trumpet here for a moment uh, with Vision Christian Radio, if you're thinking, mm. well, uh, I've shared my faith with someone, how do I follow them up? Well, you might like to pass them on a sticker uh, with the frequency, what the the radio is in your community, or mm. or uh, get if they've got their mobile device, get them to download the mobile app for Vision, mm. so that there's there's sort of follow up tools, mm. there's uh, opportunities there for people to connect with, uh, you know, things that are happening currently in the world, because it's very easy, uh, and you'd agree with this, Stu, that uh, once you've shared your faith with someone, you sure. somehow rather need to then uh, form some connection with a group where that that person can grow. 
Mm, absolutely. I mean, it, there's a, a much stronger chance of them carrying on with the Lord if there's a relationship built there, uh, or even if they haven't made that commitment and helping them to journey towards that commitment to Christ. Okay, coming back to your website, when we go to the Train to Proclaim website, there's a number of things there. We mentioned those free resources. Rattle mm-hmm. through quickly these free resources again, because I know that there'll be listeners who will be wanting to download those. Start mm-hmm. with the G7 app, but, but we'll need to be fairly quick. Okay, so for mobile devices, we have them. We also have them for PC and Mac. You can download a presentation for them. Uh, the old PDA, we've got a presentation to that. We've got uh, written form, uh, tracks and booklets that you can download, um, PDFs, uh, you can get print your own or you can order from online. Uh, there's a number of different ones. If you just go to traintobeclaim.com, click on free evangelism resources. There's a number there. And Stu, you do like to do seminar presentations too. And mm-hmm. I know that if someone invites you, uh, you'll do everything you can to make your way to be there on time uh, to bring that presentation. You do mm-hmm. these for churches and for groups within churches? Sure. Yeah, I've done it uh, either for youth groups, young adults groups. I'm doing one at the moment for a young adults group. Uh, I do it for whole churches. Um, we can do it on a weekly basis. We can do it on a weekend. There's a number of different formats that we can do that just to encourage people, give them the tools that they need uh, and the equipping, the confidence they need to be able to create opportunities to share the gospel and then communicate it really well without the jargon, without the Christianese in, a, in an appropriate way. Uh, well, Stuart Miller, always great getting your insights and into such an important aspect. It's one thing to always be filling up our own selves with an understanding, but we need to be able to overflow with uh, ways mm. to share and communicate this good news of Jesus. Uh, the website is traintoproclaim.com. Stuart Miller from Train to Proclaim, thanks for being with us again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.